Welcome to our podcast, Chill Out Mama. I'm Sabria. And this is Crystal. Motherhood is a beautiful struggle. Do you focus on the struggle more than the beauty? We are two friends navigating the pressures of today's moms. In this space, we share transparently about worries, stress, and anxiety that we face in motherhood. This beautiful struggle isn't meant to be tackled alone. Come along with us on this journey and let's chill out together. Welcome to season four of Chill Out Mama. With Crystal and Sabria, we are back. Did y'all miss us? I probably say that all the time, don't I? (laughs) We have certainly missed you. We're glad to be back for season four. We hope that you are well adjusted and aligned women and that you're still taking care of yourselves. Crystal, how are you? I'm doing pretty good today. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to share what God has given us for season four. Um, It's different. You know, we had a really different season three with all our guests, which was really fun, but it's back to just being Sabria. So (laughs) hope y'all are glad to just have us back with our our great conversations, but things have been going well. It's been an eventful summer. Um, So how about we just do a quick check-in to let everybody know what we've been doing. Yeah, sounds good. So my kids went back to school in person. Yours did too, right? Yeah, yeah. Sabria is now unemployed. She's no longer the teacher. (laughs) Oh, Oh, what a relief it is. (laughs) I do miss them. I still think about homeschooling. Yeah, yeah. And I can probably say honestly that I still am looking for those flags to say, oh, you can come home. I'll be your teacher mommy again. Mm-hmm. But they're at school and I have people to talk me off the homeschool ledge all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I didn't think it was going to be that anxiety provoking to have them go back in the building, but they, re- they were at home for like a, a year and a half. So um, I think Kevin had a little bit more difficult time than I did because he did a lot of the hands-on day-to-day stuff. So it's hard to let them go once you've been the teacher, or you've been, you know, with them all day long. But that I think they are thriving at school. There has been a few bumps with getting used to being back there and they do have to wear masks. But thankfully, we haven't had any COVID scares or anything like that. So I do believe it was the best for now that they're... Yeah back in person and you know they can get caught up I can tell that you know they were behind a lot of kids are behind like in math and things like that so in-person instruction is I believe best for that so we'll see how long it lasts yeah and how are you I'm doing well I am I would say on some days overwhelmed with you know a lot of people want a therapist a lot of people are going through things like I am completely booked and I mean, literally, I get at least two or three calls a day. Wow. So that's like at least 10 a week, where for the most part, I have to turn them away. And a lot of people specifically are looking for a Black therapist. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of Black people looking to start working on their mental health and mental wellness. So it can be overwhelming at times. Um, but I'm also blessed that you know people want to utilize my services, and I'm helping people. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an exciting time if people are reaching out for therapy. That's great. It is. It is. I mean, people will say, I have no idea 
what this is, but I know I need something <laughs> or I know that I've been holding in these emotions and I want to deal with them. And so I'm so proud when I hear the people, you know, people calling and saying that, and I wish I could help them, but mm -hmm. I also have to take care of myself. Like mm -hmm. I wish I could open up another day, but I know that that would not be good for my own mental wellness. Yeah. So I have to refer out uh, you know, when someone else graduates, I bring a new person on. So there's been a lot of that, just trying to have good boundaries with work and, you know, wanting to help and the world opening back up with the kids getting more involved in activities again. If, if for a while there was just feeling a bit overwhelming that it's like, okay, are we going back to this busyness thing that we had put on pause for like over a year? It was a lot. Mm -hmm. Have you had that experience at all of like, well, since the boys are in school, like they're in masks too, and they seem to be doing well in school. Um, initially for me, I was, I missed them a lot because it was us hanging tight every day. And so the house is very quiet because the boys are very, very loud. One in particular is louder than the other. <laughs> um, so I got used to the quietness, but in my time, I have been still trying to figure out what could be next. Um, so that's where I am. I have my routine. I drop them off at carpool and I get on the treadmill every day. Um, and that's been good doing some of that self-care. And I am, that time is sacred. I don't schedule anything from eight to nine 30 because that is my time to take care of me. So I've been doing that and I've been working on a couple other projects and just trying to figure out what's next. But it was anxiety provoking to send them back. And we couldn't go in, we couldn't get that first day of school picture like you normally get with the teacher. And you have to trust that they can get to the classroom by themselves, so. This was Andrew's first year, this was kindergarten, so yep. yeah. And even at meet the teacher night, he went into the school building by himself. There was one parent crying on the playground when he walked into the building. Me. <laughs> was, that, was that you? Thinking about it right now, I could cry because, you know, it's a big deal to send your little to school. And he's, he's big, but he's little. Um, <laughs> and so it was huge for him. And he asked me, he said, mommy, you have to go to school with me. And I was like, well, why do you want me to go to school? Who will fix my snacks? Oh. He wanted me to be the snack gatherer. And I That's told him it would be important. Yes. Yeah. Food is important to him. <laughs> he likes to eat and he will say that. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, so I've been, has the adjustment gone well for the boys? For Andrew, he loves school. He is thriving completely. He's making friends. He's learning things and you can tell in his behaviors. Simon has some struggles. He does enjoy going to school, but he is, his anxiety is pretty high, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girls are definitely enjoying it. They love being around their friends. Um, yeah, it's, it, I, I love seeing them interact. I can see, you know, when I go pick them up, seeing them interact with their friends, they were so excited to see them. But I am seeing some struggles with, with Morgan, just getting back in the swing. She's doing very well in some ways and in other ways, like that test anxiety is worse like at home when she was doing a test at least we were here we could kind of calm her down and now we have to depend on like the teacher to give do the accommodations that she needs or you know to make sure that's the right kind of environment and so you see some you know some issues there but that's part of sending your children to school 
So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I had forgotten about separation anxiety and Simon. Oh, yeah. So that has come into play already. And he just said, I just miss you the whole day. And so like, these are tear jerking moments that you just, you have yeah. to manage, you know? Yeah. 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 So any, did you do anything fun over the summer? We went to the beach, mm -hmm. which was great. Um, we didn't stay as long as I wanted to, but that was really nice. And we had a visit together. Yeah. That was awesome to get us all together. We did, uh, my family, we had a road trip up to DC. And so we stopped in Charlotte on the way there and was able to spend time with Sabrina and her family. We hadn't seen each other since March, 2020. Yes, too we long. We did our first Chill Out Mama episode. <laughs> so that was crazy that it had been that long, but the kids had so much fun together and we enjoyed each other's company. So it was great for that to be our first real like out of town visit. You know, everyone had been vaccinated. So mm -hmm. <laughs> felt safe. So that was good. I was glad we were able to do that. And I went up to DC to see uh, my best friend. She was getting ready to have a baby. So it was great. So, yeah. and the girls turned 10 over the summer and they had a slumber party at a hotel. With Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. They are grown. They're double grown. So, Not grown, grown. Not grown, grown. Little grown. <laughs> <laughs> they will never be single digits again yeah so, yeah but overall I would say it was a good summer it's been a pretty good beginning of the school year yeah but it's it's considering it's as good as it could be I think mm -hmm. considering the yep. circumstances we still in COVID yeah for the 15th year <laughs> Feels like it. There was actually the fifteenth month. She said year. <laughs> you know, there was actually research done, and it said that the past two one and I don't know how long it's been. I'm not counting because why? Um, but the research said that it has felt like ten years. I believe it. So fifteen years is not that far off. No, it's not. I be, I, be, I mean, I got so many gray hairs. <laughs> There's a bold one, like right dead in the middle of my head. It's just like white. But yeah. Oh, and I turned 40 this summer. Yay! Yeah. Forgot about you that. grown gone. Went to Puerto Rico to bring in 40. Uh -huh. I have a whole other episode on that whole thing. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I am grown, grown, middle-aged, and I am embracing it. Good. Did you say middle-aged? Yes. You told me last, you told me, <laughs> I say last year, you told me six months ago, something like that, that I was middle-aged. I'm 30 glad you're cleaning so, it. <laughs> so I have to limit it for me. It's very, it's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, I'm yeah. here. So, so Another thing that happened with me is that I graduate, graduated from chiropractic care. Yes. So I only have to go now once a month. Awesome. How do you feel? Does your back Amazing. feel Amazing. I woke up and I didn't have back pain. And so that is life altering because then you can, you feel like you can do things again without like, if I turn this way, ooh, that's not going to be good, but. And see, and, and you're walking every morning now. So I'm sure that's a part of it. You no, know, yeah. 
like trusting your body that, you know, it can do the things that you want it to do, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's good. Congratulations. Did you get a Thank certificate you. or anything? No. Mm -mm. You should have made your own. <laughs> no. <laughs> chiropractic care. <laughs> yeah. So we are happy to be back and we... I've been just thinking about, so what do we want to focus on? We like to have somewhat of a theme or a focus for what we talk to you guys about. So you want to kind of just, did we just tell them what it is, Sabrina? Yeah. Let's okay. let the people know. Okay. Let the people know. We have a question. Our, our theme is actually like a question for this season. And so we're called Chill Out Mama, but we know not everybody really knows how to chill or feel chill. So our question is, what's stealing your chill? Ooh, that's good. That is good. So I know some things that can steal mine or trying to. What about you? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll expose mine first. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Get it out the way. <laughs> so one thing that steals my chill, what I know for certain, is that when we have difficulties with school for Simon, okay. that is the first thing that steals my chill. The what, other do thing, consider, what do you consider that? Is that like a source of conflict? Does it, what does it trigger in you when you have issues with the school for Simon? Um, I don't know. It's reminiscent of like when he was a baby and he had a cold and I couldn't take that away. I don't know what to do to help. It makes me feel helpless. Okay. I can't help him and I know that he will not speak up for himself so it's like who's taking care of him when someone should be taking care of him mm -hmm. so it's not a good feeling um, so it's like helpless but also mama bear yeah definitely mm -hmm. yep and I'm not a helicopter mom I mm -hmm. believe in children should go out and be independent I'm working myself out of a job I know that's my role um, because I'm a steward of these children and so, yeah, I just, it makes me feel helpless because I want him to thrive in school. Right. And so if he is not doing that, then it doesn't then feel good. Well, and it's, you don't have to be someone that's a helicopter parent or someone that's trying to, uh, what do they call snowplow parent, all those other parenting styles that are out there that basically take your child's autonomy away. But mm -hmm. as a steward of our children, we do need to advocate for them too, right? Right. You know, how old is Simon? He can't do that for himself. Yeah. You know, with autism or not, you know, they depend on us to be able to speak for them at times and to let other people know that someone cares about this child and mm -hmm. you're going to do what you need to do. <laughs> you're going to do your job. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I also believe that when you're working with the teacher, you're collaborating. And I believe that there should be a partnership with schools. I believe in parent visibility. Like they, I want them to know who I am and I want them to know that I care about my child and I'm doing everything I can on my end so that he can be successful in school. And I expect the same in return. Mm -hmm. So, so that stills my chill. That stills the chill. Yeah, yep. that's understandable. Like children... Yeah, not being treated the way we feel like they need to be or getting what they need. That's definitely something any mom can relate to. Yeah. Um, something that steals my chill, I would say feeling like there's not enough of me to go around. So I don't know if that's 
because I can't say that I've said yes to a lot of different things, but sometimes I feel like uh, I don't have the capacity to be at the level I want to be in every area of my life at the same time, which mm. I know is impossible. Yeah. But it's hard for me to accept sometimes. And that stills my chill. So what comes along with that? What feelings? Um, like you said, helplessness. So I would say it may be like in school. So like with, with Morgan's with some of her learning struggles, like I, I talked to one of my friends, she said her son, you know, Arlene, I probably, I don't mm-hmm. know if I should say her name, but she, because kind of advising me on his math struggles. And she said, she homeschools. So she was feeling like, how can, why can't my child get this? And I'm the teacher, <laughs> like, so yeah. it's not me. But she said for their relationship, she had to source that out. Cause it could have been something like with her expectation being along with trying to teach her son, mm-hmm. it was getting in the way of him getting it. So we have sourced that out to someone else. And in some ways I feel like I should have been able, should have been able to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be able to get her to be able to get this or figure out what's going on and how she needs to learn and make sure that I can present that to her. But the fact is after I work, I don't necessarily have the energy that it would take even if I knew what to do. So it's yeah. kind of twofold that I don't really know what to do. And even if I did, I don't know that I, I have the capacity to take the, on, that on to be her tutor. Yeah. It sounds like there might be a little bit of mom guilt in there too. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Cause we want to do it all for our children. Yeah. And but we're mean, not- who, who else's fault is it going to be that my child learns differently? It ain't yours. I know, but that's what, that's my first. <laughs> right. Like, okay. I'm her mother. I was at home with her. I should have mm-hmm. been the one that, you know, got her prepared. I should have seen this earlier. I should have had them in, you know, I should have, should have, should have. Right. And yeah. And people take it farther and they say, these are my genes. Don't blame that on right. yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. My genes or I should better, that's my child. I should better figure that out. It's my responsibility. And mm-hmm. so trying to relieve myself of that steals my chill, like believing that she's going to be fine. Like literally, like logically. Yeah. Fifth grade. Doesn't really matter much, like the grade that she's getting. But when I pull up that portal and I see that score, it feels like me. Yeah. And so my chill is gone. Mm-hmm. In that moment, when I say chill, it's mom guilt. It feels like I have failed. It feels like I haven't done enough, or I'm afraid of what the teacher thinks of her, or like you know, it, or is she getting what she needs? Because I can't see what's happening at school. Is she okay? Mm-hmm. All these things are going on in my mind, and so it's hard to be at peace. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, my peace is gone. You know, all that. So then I look at another grade where she's doing well, she's thriving. So yeah, <laughs> helps a little bit. But that's one thing, you know, we kind of start out with our children most of the time, you know, that's because yeah. that's our heart walking outside of our bodies. Yeah, right? it is. <laughs> we birth those kids. <laughs> yeah, my babies. So yeah. Anything with them is definitely going to steal my chill. Personally. Yep. Um, having a few health challenges now, that's definitely been stealing my chill. Um, again, not necessarily being in full control. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Don't talk about that. <laughs> Don't call me uh-huh. out. <laughs> no, ma'am. 
<laughs> Sounds like there's a bit of a theme here of not being in control of something. Yeah. Just got to kind of put certain things either in God's hands or in another person's hands mm -hmm. that's better equipped. And I can't necessarily do anything about it, or I just have to wait for results, or I yep. can wait to figure out what's going on. And I don't like that. Yep. So that feels my chill. So that's a couple yeah. things for me. Well, yeah. I'll share more as the season progresses. Yeah. Another one for me, overthinking. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The introversion doesn't help with that. But overthinking steals my chill. It will keep me up at night. But I have a 930 bedtime and I have been trying to stay committed to that. You because I sleep at 930. Yes, ma'am. I'm a new person. <laughs> Welcome, Sabria. <laughs> 4 .0. 9.30. Wow. Believe that? No. When I'm not overthinking, I go to bed at 9.30 because we have carpool and I, we have to get up at 6.30. We have to get up at 6. I, I need to be at, I need, and I'm tired at 9.30. Yeah. I, I probably could, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. that's been another thing that's been still in my chill too though like getting back in the swing of getting them to school yeah we, to we texted each other about that because that has it when we say it impacts every er, every area of our lives yes sleep because we like sleep we like, love we like sleep that. <laughs> like just you know being in the bed or you know like curling up with a and a blanket, like just rest and the daily, it literally does kind of feel like a grind of like yeah. getting up at six, getting them ready, getting them, to, do you drive them to school or do they ride the bus? They will, I don't think they will ever ride the bus. So <laughs> I am the driver, which I like because we can pray on the way and yeah, yeah. We've um, started listening to punk music in the morning. So that's mm -hmm. been fine. So yeah. Yes, I'm not an. Early, I, will, I don't think I'll ever be an early bird, so it will never be like a good feeling for me. But maybe it'll be better if I start going to bed earlier. It it helps, and I can tell when I don't go to bed. And I I love naps, but I I have a hard time napping now because I have this time on my hands. Mm -hmm. And so if I lay down mm -hmm. to nap, like I'm, it feels like twilighting. Mm. I'm afraid that I'm going to miss the pickup. So. Yeah. Because the school day really isn't that long. No. Right? When you when you really think about it, even though you're getting up really early, because what they get out like 2.30, you still got a lot of day left. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's not really that long. So yeah. But yeah, it's it's been something getting back in the swing of school and yeah. homework and activities and all that stuff and the energy it takes to keep all that stuff moving, keeping mm -hmm. up with schedules, all that kind of stuff. So, But you know, I thought about it. We have been home in our pajamas, our pajama pants and t-shirts for a very long time. We haven't had to pack lunches or pack snacks or water bottles or backpacks or get dressed and wear, remember the mask. So all of these routines, although we've done them before, there are new aspects to them. Like mm -hmm. there's temperature checks and like yeah, we can't go in the school. So it's that that it's the mental energy. Like it is tiring, but like if you really needed to come back home and go back to sleep, you could, right? Like yeah, we can kind of take care of ourselves with the sleep aspect of it, but the mental energy that it's not that we kind of jumped right back into mm -hmm. is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
So you're not alone. Other moms that might be experiencing that same thing, like show yourself grace. You're going to forget things. Like we had, I had to buy a calendar to put on the refrigerator, write things down. So I'm like, I don't think I have it anymore (laughs) to, (laughs) to have the calendar in my head. And so I was like, Hey, everybody, but this is what we're doing today. And they're old enough to say, Hey, mommy, we need to go here or daddy remind him of that. So instead of me trying to hold all of it on my own and feeling like I'm not doing a good job, I said, Hey, let's all be responsible for this. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Absolutely. Yeah. Work as a team because yeah, it's a lot to take on. That's one thing we both have done differently is that we are now outsourcing. Yes to our family because we cannot we know that we can't do it by ourselves and I don't even really want to anymore yeah me like the little twinge of guilt comes up and I'm like girl stop <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what it was like, like do you, <laughs> you were annoyed and angry and all that stuff because you know he wasn't doing enough or they're depending on you and when everybody is capable and willing mm-hmm why not? And so it helps our relationships, helps our marriage, helps the kids see us more as a team. I think it's just really good for the dynamic of our family too. Yeah. Yep. Well said. Yeah. So that's what's been stealing our chills. So that's what we want to focus on this season. Um, We focused on overall wellness and health, right? Mental, financial, emotional, spiritual, relational, trying to see any areas that could use some improvement and what are some of the things well we, first of all identifying if there was an area that maybe you weren't well in right and then what were there some what ways that you could improve it so then we wanted to now shift to life is happening like maybe you were on the road to better nutrition and then you realize and then something happened with one of your relationships your marriage so that could definitely steal your chill. Maybe you were on a good, you know, you're on a good path and then life happens and you're not feeling so well anymore. So identifying what's stealing your chill. And when we say chill, like, let's talk about what we mean by chill. I've said for me, it was a couple of things like I'm out of control. I don't have peace. Maybe I'm irritable. Those kind of things are not having chill. What about, what would you say, Sabrina? Yeah, and I would say not being able to rest or find joy or not finding like fulfillment in things. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also mean anxiety or depression, mm-hmm. um, insomnia, mm-hmm. losing or gaining weight, like all of those things. Absolutely. Or health issues coming up. That could be a sign that you're not as chill as you thought you were. Yeah. Right. Because there are internal things going on. And maybe you thought, well, because I'm working on these things, that we talked about last season that that was going to chill you out maybe there's something else going on internally that you really need to deal with that's mm-hmm. really stealing your chill or not allowing you to chill yeah so it could be something stealing it and it could be something that just won't allow that to come up right yeah yeah and you know COVID still kind of steals our chill <sighs> yes because there's that worry and there's the, the vaccine, the masks, the politicizing of it. And it's just. Yeah, the Delta, I mean, to me, I think Delta stole everybody's chill. The Delta variant. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like, oh, really? So we, I thought. We oh. had a good summer. We had life. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, here comes Delta. 
Right. We got our vaccines. And I'm not, I'm not saying that we thought there was no more COVID because we got the vaccine, right. but you know, we kind of like took a sigh of relief. Like we felt like we were protected. Okay, now we can go see people. Now we can have these interactions. And then Delta's like, hey, no. <laughs> not <laughs> that. <laughs> Put your mask on, <laughs> sir, ma'am. Yeah. Because you can still get this and still get very sick or it could help you. So it's like, okay, so we're really back where we started, but I do feel a little bit better. So that's where, what I mean, when I say, I think Delta kind of, it stole some of my chill about yeah. being out yeah. and about. Mm -hmm. We had just finished up swimming lessons with the boys and Delta came and I was just like, I guess we can't go to the pool anymore. <laughs> yeah. And especially like, because then they were saying, okay, that this is impacting children. Like at mm -hmm. first it was just the COVID was with adults and kids, it was very mild. So it's like, okay, well, they're good, but they'll still keep their mask on in public places. We got the vaccine and then Delta again, nope, we're going back to the children. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's so, yeah, we say all that to say like things happen, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that we don't stop living. Yes. Like our chill was stolen, but we have to find new ways to kind of navigate that. Mm -hmm. And being able to identify what part of your chill was stolen. So what area of your life? And that's what we're going to be exploring this season. The different ways our chill is stolen, or some of us have never been able to chill mm -hmm. because of certain issues. So yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about. And, and the awareness to know when it's happening. Oh yeah. That's like, good. do you have your blinders on? Are you not even trying to go there? Like, are there, is there trauma that happened that you're just, you know, hiding somewhere in your mind? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all of those things. Yeah. You can tell yourself you're chill. You can tell yourself you're at peace You can tell yourself that you're, you know, happy. But what we're going to be doing is presenting some situations or some information that might cause you maybe to rethink that. And when you rethink it, okay, what can I do about that? So that you can experience true peace. Because that's, yeah. what, that's what we really mean by chill. We want us to be at peace in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're looking forward to having this journey with you on being able to see where we're not at peace, where we're not experiencing joy and find it, experience it, embrace it. We'll do that together and we'll be sharing our own personal journey with that too because we're right along with you. Yes. And I will also say if you had a notebook for last season, keep your same notebook. If you don't have one, you might want to get one for this season. Oh yeah. Because we're going in. <laughs> and you know we always got nuggets and chill pills for you that you want to remember. So mm -hmm. we will see you on episode two. Chill out, mama. And today's chill pill is, imagine that your life was chill. What would that look like? So take some time this week and think about that and write some ideas down on what you could do to maybe find your chill. And in each episode, we want you to revisit that question. So chill out, mamas, to the best of your ability. <laughs> if you can't, we're going to get there the way you can. See you next time. Bye.
Before you go, don't forget to like, share, and follow us at Chill Out Mama Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also email us at chilloutmamapod at gmail.com. We'll have brand new episodes every Tuesday, so we look forward to you joining us next time.